I'm Kevin Casey. I'm a professional mixed martial arts fighter. And right now, what I'm about to do is issue a warning out to all other competitors. I don't want overs. I just expect them to happen. Fatty's gonna fatty is real. I like wood inside. Welcome to another edition of the MMA Analysis Podcast. I am not Lance. He's out with, uh, you know, he's he's got the heavy again. It happens. Uh, and apparently, he, he passed it on to his young feller. Uh, just just weak immune systems. I, I think uh, Barry took all the immunity uh, for the entire <laughs> official family, and uh, everybody else is, is left with nothing. So uh, Lance is out for the week, but we've got a good card, and we've got a, a fun show because I'm joined by we, – we only allowed one parent on this show. <laughs> we, we've got a rule, only one parent at a time. So we've got Wes in this week, uh, being uh, being daddy to the podcast. Wes, what's going on? Same old shit, man. Uh, glad to be back. Uh, could finally, uh, well, the wife actually let me shake loose to to come down here and uh, <laughs> smoke some weed and talk about some fights. So I'm I'm pretty ecstatic on a on a Wednesday night. Never, I guess it takes fatherhood to make you feel this fucking you know pumped up <laughs> on a Wednesday night, but to just uh, sit and bullshit about yeah, something. let loose. Yeah, yeah, party time, baby. What? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it was during one of the the bare knuckle cards. <laughs> you uh, you tweeted you eight weeks into being a dad. <laughs> that, yeah, <laughs> that dude that Houston murdered. Oh, that was so ugly, bro. Like this guy, he it's one of those cases where dude's eyes is wide open, but his brain is completely fucking off, dude. That was good shit. And we all bare got, knuckle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> wonderful stuff. Um, we've also got my Canadian compatriot. Uh, you know, he's he's out there in Alberta doing a dance while everybody else in Alberta is licking their wounds from uh, <laughs> another failed election for the Conservatives. But uh, they, they snuck a, a little bit of red and a little bit of orange out in Alberta this time. Like, what, what's going on? Are you guys going soft, Sean? Just, just the city folk. Some of the city folk are going soft. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a fun time out in Alberta. Uh, the, the Texas comparisons are, are very on point, uh, as, I mean, as they usually are. They, they probably saw the recent blackface of Trudeau and was like, no, that, that might be our guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, it might be our guy. They got confused. Yeah. They got confused. They're just like, wait a minute, which party is he in? <laughs> It, people thought he was being ridiculous when he was like, yeah, I don't know how many times last election. <laughs> a lot. But now a, lot. a new one comes up and he's like, I already told you guys, I don't know how many times. Yeah, like, we're not going to put a count like, on this, bro. You can't pin this on me out. now. A, a new one comes out, you know, a couple days before every election. It's like, it's, uh, it's like Christmas. Just this like Teflon. There's not a black face that can stick to this man at this point. There's Just nothing, can't do it. nothing that can stick to him. Nope. I mean... The, the election was won for Trudeau. And in Canadian terms, our elections are, are fucked up. Not as fucked up as yours down in the States. Um, but we've got four, like, three parties that are 
real parties, kind of, and <laughs> another party that's just in Quebec, and then I want to separate. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then some weird fringe parties. Um, it sounds it's it sounds kind of close. Y'all getting kind of uh, y'all y'all following uh, following our lead up there, man. Nah, but all of ours can actually win seats. So yeah, only that's the difference. Only two of ours can, but yeah. trust me, we have we have like seven parties that start. But <laughs> once you get going, they're like, man, this is a weird. Just the money down here talks. There's only two that yeah. can win. Yes, yeah, same here. There's only really two that can win. But yeah, it's uh, it, it was interesting. It was it was an interesting election for absolutely nothing to Just keep to change. Making that money. Betting on uh, betting on the election. That's that's all it's good for is is making gambling money. Damn right. Yeah. Um, for those that bet it, uh, pretty much everybody seemed to clean up. So good on those who did. Um, I guess we've got some fights to talk about from last week. There were fights last week, right? There was sucked, a lot of fights last week. They, yeah, was it was like fifteen fights. Well, <laughs> we didn't we'll get enough to fall out. So yeah. It, uh... <laughs> They drug on a bit. They, these these cards lately, bro, are just oh man. Yep, that was an afternoon one too. So like, I was out on a hike with Turk for the first couple hours of the card, and could have fooled me because I came back and there was still like six hours of fights. Just just too too much. But we'll recap them. There were fourteen or fourteen fights. So let's see if we can uh, get through the recap before we hit twenty minutes here. So fourteen minutes. 14 fights kicking it off women's flyweight division armbar from guard baby all day <laughs> uh, i was trying to bet that on this card uh this upcoming card but it has to it had to get pushed for a, a couple of weeks because somebody got covid or something oh i thought you were saying you're taking lauren murphy by sub no no the one that got <laughs> moved yes I, i'm all in on lauren murphy armbar from guard as you should be Next up, Bantamweight division, Gustavo Lopez and Haile Alatang, Alatang Ali, or whatever the way they, way they pronounce it, uh, went to a draw. I don't even know, was there a point deduction, or did somebody yes. get shit beat out of them during one actually, of those Actually, a very, very justifiable and great point deduction by, I believe it was uh, Keith Peterson. Great yep, nice. old booze and cigs. People are getting pissed. Like some people are pissed, but that's of course because they were betting yeah. that side. Any any other <laughs> if, time, if you weren't like, betting that side, you're like, finally, somebody yeah. actually took a point when uh, it was an egregious fucking cage grab. There you go. Good to see it. Um, so obviously, he would have won if not for the cage yeah. grab. So definitely, that's the best way to punish this shit. So yeah, there you go. Next up, welterweight division, we had uh, the Carlton uh, just. Blowing up into shit in uh, two minutes and 38 seconds of round one. Uh, Again, didn't see it, so you guys will have to to let me know what's up here. Impa's not good. We all, yeah, we all just he moved weight classes and everything, thinking it was going to help his cardio and shit, and it didn't matter anyway because he got knocked out in a couple minutes. But I, we just hyped the guy up way too much. He's just not going to be good. Yeah. There you go. I mean, a win over Sasha Palatnikov doesn't count for as much as it used to, I guess. Nah, nah. Doesn't carry as much weight. I I, I think uh, Carlton's all right, though. Yeah. It's not bad. Yep. 
women's flyweight division again. Aaron Blanchfield got a unanimous decision over Sarah Alpar. Oh, this yeah. is the she's the one that Next got money from Jake Triller's, Paul, right? tr- Triller's looking for a refund. <laughs> Next champ. Oh no! Twitter tell you that's that's probably next champ. One twenty five. Watch out. She's next champ, and she couldn't even finish Sarah Alpar. You know how they get, man. When they see a fucking one way traffic in a fucking shit women's fight, they're the next coming. Fair enough. Um, I think. Oh no! Still a couple more that I can see. Uh, Montel Jackson. Unanimous decision over J.P. Bays as, like, a minus 8,000 favorite. But did he end up losing round one or just uh, just struggled a little bit early in round one? I don't know how he didn't finish this fight. Yeah, well, there, there definitely could like have been refs time. that would have stopped it. I mean, he was he dropped that, a couple of times. And Bays and Bays were like, that, he, he stayed in tough. I will give it to that kid, man. You talk, He... There's a lot of dudes that would have said "fuck this" and got got out of there, but I, I, I was, got dropped four times. <laughs> I was. I don't ha- know if all four of them were legit. Like it was probably. I think it was like at least two or yeah. three. But. I was heavy on over one point five, and whew, you talking about Tight. fucking puckering all over? The yeah, place. and then I had inside the distance and fucking didn't wow. get it. <laughs> Damn, love that. Love this it. guy, so uh, buys or, or bays. I, I'm going to say buys. I think it's bays, but I say. I'm, I'm sure it is, but I'm going to say buys because if he wanted it to name. be bays, he'd spell it with an A. Mm-hmm. That's, that's just math right there. Um, I, I'm assuming that he's Lance's favorite fighter because he loves dudes that just get dropped. Lance Betty, Lance Betty again. <laughs> Lance he? keeps betting the guy. Yeah, <laughs> he, he was like, yeah, plus 500. Fucking why not? I, I learned my lesson last time. All right, Zhurong. Uh, I mean, if Zhurong, I don't want to be right. Nah, that, that's all I thought about the whole fight. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I could think about the entire fight, dude. I swear to God. Uh, and he got the the fin. I saw the end of this one. Uh, Brandon Jenkins. This guy is not good. He's um, bad. Yeah, he's bad. I put a little bit of. I put a small bet on him, and it was not. It was not fucking the best thing I've ever yeah. done. I, oh, I, I sprinkled I him. I, completely I played under two and a half. So, of course, it finishes. Ooh, damn. Yeah. Uh, another thing is, like, that dude's, like, 22. He's the youngest guy to ever get a win in the UFC. Um, yeah. Or not the – what they say? He's, he's the youngest guy on the roster right now. Youngest guy on the right roster. Now. and yeah. Um, yeah, that's what it, that's what it was. Still, that, that's, that just that makes me fall. <laughs> I think John Jones won the belt before he was this guy's yeah. age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, these uh, the the Chinese fighters. I still don't think they're very good. But he definitely looked much better than in his first UFC performance. Yep. Uh, next up, women's bantamweight division. Raquel Pennington got a unanimous decision against Penny Kianzad. Um, I I got. A, this is when my betting night sort of started. Uh, I obviously lost the, the Jenkins one, but uh, this little live bet on Pennington. Yeah, this fight happened. It actually, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, it, was, it was all right. I, I, I had a small bet on uh, on Penny. I believe it was some plus money. Um, dumb bet. Not me doing the shit. Fight. I said I would. Yeah, I, that's what I thought it was going to be a close fight like that, but. Uh, 
me telling myself like two months ago to stop betting on shitty fights and shitty fighters. And I say I tell myself they, that every week. But they happens? keep giving us cards like this. What I am, I, what am I supposed do. to do? I, I have if, to. if you're no going to watch this stuff, you you got to bet it. There's no other way to watch it. Actually, I I have to uh, to come clean. I took Pennington decision at plus two eighty after round one, and I took Kianza decision plus two eighty after round two. <laughs> Because I didn't know a what the fuck was machine. <laughs> didn't know what the fuck was going to happen in that one. Didn't matter. Didn't care. <laughs> nope. <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's nice. Next up, light heavyweight division. You talked about uh, Trudeau being Teflon, but the real Teflon, Teflon Don, with a decision over Mike Rodriguez, and uh, it turns out Mike Rodriguez is the slowest man at light heavyweights. <laughs> Wes? Yeah, I had a I had a, a bet on our, our boy Teflonder. Mike, Mike Rodriguez just fucking sucks, man. Like, they, I'm actually glad this shit happened to him. That was so fucked, man. I'm happy now. He deserves it. He's that terrible that he deserves it. Dude had his career ruined. I mean, he didn't help, but his career got ruined he by a fucking cut. shitty ref. He might be and cut now because of that. Because of losing gone. to He's done. Yep. Oh, Poor bastard. Uh, he should probably learn how to wrestle. Oh, I will say that's what you have to do. Oh, and oh, probably no. learn how to be faster. I know Teflon like moved up white here, but either Mike Rodriguez has just an unbelievable chin, or Teflon just can't hit at two hundred five. Man, he doesn't have the power that he looks like he has. Dude, he no. was landing bomb after bomb, and Mike Rodriguez didn't even make a face. Didn't have a fucking bruise, <laughs> nothing. Uh, that ain't good. The, the dude looks like he should knock you out. Like uh, I don't want to go thick Willie level, but <laughs> he's got the look of he should be knocking you out with those punches. And man, they didn't even fucking slow down. Oh, slow Mike. Little little decision. I, I think that this train may be over, but uh, decision prop against Pickett and decision prop against Rodriguez uh, on the old Teflon because nice. yeah, he even on his contender series fight, uh, he eventually stopped the guy with like a big old head kick. But I don't know, he just doesn't seem to have that uh, that big power it's in his hands. Deceiving. Hand. Yep. Them muscles. Throw him in there with Dick Willie next. See what happens. Yeah, that would be very bad. Um, (laughs) I was calling him Bodice Bukaki all week at work and didn't even realize. (laughs) (laughs) It sticks, man. It sticks. Uh, Polluting your brain. I was doing the same thing. The whole fight I'm saying if you don't want to be right, I don't want to be right. Like, I, I, I couldn't stop saying that shit. Uh, this podcast will give you brain worms, but the good yep. kind. All right. Uh, uh, next way. up, middleweight division, Joaquin Excellent. Buckley. Um, man, you you couldn't just let this go to decision, Joaquin. What are you oh. doing to me? Uh, yeah, takes out Antonio Arroyo. That was a, a nice filthy uppercut uh, combination to end the fight. Yeah. But uh, I'll give him yeah. that. Uh, two minutes, 26 seconds of the third round. Really didn't see it coming at that point in the fight. But, you know, we talked about a guy that doesn't look like he has a, a ton of power. 
uh, or it looks like he has a ton of power but doesn't. Uh, this is a guy that looks like he has a ton of power and carries it through the fight. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, he needs it because he fucking sucks. Like, yeah, he's Buck- not good. <laughs> Buckley is not good at all. I had a Royal in this fight. He was cruising, absolutely cruising. I I knew that was there the whole time, though. Um, to this midget, the tall guy shit showed up. I mean, the the heads up in the air and shit, man, and, and Buckley got him, but Buckley's not even a fade plant. This dude's in full bloom, and I'm I'm taking. Is, is he your new black beast, Wes? Ooh, he's he's way more skilled than Black Beast ever thought about being. <laughs> ever thought Buckley knows how to strike. Uh, like oh, Buck, I love it. Uh, he he ain't he ain't great though, man. And he got away with another one here, man. Like a royal was fucking schooling him that entire fucking fight, and he, he caught him, man. Um, I'm. Give me plus money against Buckley again, and I'm probably this. This might end up being my black beast, so it's gonna happen. This dude's gonna get his shit pushed in for fucking ten minutes, uh, twelve minutes, and then he's gonna catch him. Watch, <laughs> love it. Yeah, I, the only time that I was confident in him was uh, against the Beverly Hills Ninja, and even that. I yeah, bet against him in that one. Yeah, I, I, that was a bad bet. And I was like, don't, don't get me wrong, yeah. but, uh, yeah, it just, man, I don't, I don't find him great. I, I really don't. No. Speaking of bad bets, Speaking ever of good, betting, good bets, ever betting against the man ass is a bad bet. Uh, I mean, this, this dude can just take a pounding and then, <laughs> then everything is like, he's like elastic man. Everything just goes right back to where it was. And he comes back out. Like nothing happened the next round. Just, uh, just crazy. Um, yeah, just, I mean, he's, he's, he fought Mook Sanders last time. He's like the reverse Mook Sanders. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, uh, I, I needed a shitty ref in this, uh, in this fight. Cause I, I had a small bet on Gravely in a parlay. And that looks close to being done. I, I needed an itchy, itchy trigger finger, uh, a ref in there. But of course, I, I can't get that. And then Gravely just gets flatlined. Oh, that was, that was a good comeback. That's for sure. I, I didn't see it ending like that. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, I, I, I took some of that nice plus money on, uh, the old man ass in this spot. Uh, I don't know, just, Gravely's okay, man. He's got some okay skills, but it, in spots like this when he's juiced up like that. Uh, man I mean, ass he is... Was, he was seconds away from finishing. Your yeah, play. yeah, but yeah. we, man ass is, is, he's, he's tough, like a man that's been pounded a lot. And, yep. uh, the guy, the guy stays in there, man. And, but you're right. He had him, I mean, a lot of refs would have stepped in and probably stopped that. It it felt like even going like back to his corner that it could have been stopped at any yeah. point in between rounds, yep. and then he came out and he still didn't. I guess look... Good thing they didn't because yeah. he seemed good after that. <laughs> I, even at the start of the second round, he didn't look great, uh, yeah. but then like thirty seconds or so in, it seemed like he got his legs back and, <laughs> and did what he did. Yep. Next up, lightweight division. Um, Arm and Hammer takes out uh, my my boy Yago. Plucked a couple feathers off of him in this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I 
I've had a hard time believing the hype on uh, on Armin, but it's good, man. I yeah, I I thought he was one of those guys like he's good in the way where it's just nobody's able to do stuff to him. Um whereas like, you know, rather than him dominating other people, but it seems like he he might be in that category where he can start dominating people. I mean, it, it is Iago. So It is Iago. It's a that's a tough guy though. Like yeah, what, whatever you think about Yago, getting him out of there like that, not a lot of dudes can have have done that. Um, I think he's good, man. We'll see. He's gonna get some. He's gonna get some competition now. Like I think they're gonna start giving him some bigger fights. Uh, I, I'd have liked to see. I mean, sign me up for him and Hooker, but uh, I don't know if Hooker's even gonna fight. Uh, this weekend, that's a fight that I don't even think we know is happening yet. Uh, uh, apparently, he's got like a broken rib or something from that. Yeah, fight, yeah. So. They he yeah, wasn't. So they weren't gonna put him in there like two weeks later. Any whether he had a broken rib or not, but no. um, I mean, I that fight be fun. But I, I think he's gonna get uh, a bump up and some competition now, and, and we'll see. I I think he's the goods, honestly. I mean, you said that there's not a lot of people that have uh, gotten Iago out of there like that. The other guys that have finished him in his career are Dubronx, Josh Emmett, Gilbert Burns, and the legend, the Tachi Palace King, Poppy's Martinez. I was that, uh, that one's that one's a little. It, it was tough. a how it's probably been four or five months now, and I was going. Uh, Still doing my rewatch of all the orgs and stuff, and I'm pretty well into WC. And this was about nice. four or five months ago. And man, early WC was Poppy Martinez just down there, slobber knocking. So just so many dudes they pulled out of fucking local bar biker bars and shit. Poppy Martinez had some of the worst fucking dude. The physical condition of this guy isn't <laughs> great, but he could scrap. Like he was one of the yeah. early ones that that was a fighter where these other dudes were just wanting to be, he was a fighter. Poppy's Martinez and Tony Puddings are the only 155ers ever that belong in the t-shirt in the pool division. That's, a, that's quite an accomplishment right there. Damn right. Uh, next up, uh, Ariane Lipsky defeated Mandy Bomb, and did she ever bomb in this one? Woof. Yeah. Okay. Uh, co-main event. Uh, <laughs> I know you guys all hated this. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I had me some, some cute labia decision. Uh, I know you guys were all on the, the TKO inside the distance. Um, yep. I mean, at least you got something inside in that fight. And it was Devin's, Devin Clark's teeth inside his <laughs> mouth. But uh, that, was, that was about it. <laughs> yeah, that that was fucking nasty and I was hoping they was gonna stop the fight. Like it it was it was pretty pretty bad, but Devin Clark's a tough tough fucking guy. Um, yeah I ended up having uh oh cute lady and uh uh a DJ parlay too so that kinda saved me but how he doesn't get him out what is it the first round? Maybe the second round too? He mounted in damn near every it's round multiple times <laughs> was mounted on time could not finish like that Shot. is a bad fucking look. Shocked he couldn't get Devin Clark. That's bad. Yep. bad. He's he's good though. Like I think he's, he's actually good when he's not under- a moron. 
he's when he, fight, he is a moron. But when he when he can fight like that, uh, I don't know. He's always going to get a little wild in spots and fights. That, that's okay. But man, if he's going to use his wrestling like that and get guys down and fucking use his ground and pound, that's a dangerous, dangerous fucking guy. Like yeah. very fucking dangerous. Yeah, absolutely. Especially at that weight class. Yeah, the, the shittiest way. I mean, is he like of the real ones? He is like the physical specimen of two hundred five now. Like <laughs> it's cute, lady and a bunch of bums down there. <laughs> except, except the guy that's about to win his win his first belt. Yeah, like, I can't yeah. wait to. Speaking okay. of a couple of bums, yeah. Anthony Smith main eventing for the eighteen hundredth time in the last two years because everybody wants to fight. Uh, and he blew Ryan Span out. I, I did not think it was going to be this quick, but it was. Yeah. Uh, I, I bet, I bet Span in this, in this spot. Um, I, I, I've watched Anthony Smith for years and years and years, and I still don't think the guy's very good. I mean, He's don't not, give me that's how shitty light heavyweight is. <laughs> I, it is. It is man. And, like I talked myself into to span and I shouldn't have because he sucks too. Like he's lost to some shitty dudes, but I just, Anthony Smith's going to, going to get me. I, I'm going to get this motherfucker. Like he's, <laughs> he's not great dude. Like how many beat downs has this guy taken over the past two years? Like ass whoopings where he, he's like, like Ortega from five years ago to where he gets his ass whooped and then catches him every, every single time props to him, like all, all he's, props. He's to him. Black Beast no, he's not. No, he's not. <laughs> he's way more skilled than black beast to ever be just like Buckley. No, but, yeah. but yeah, he's you're got right. Some similarities. He, you're he, right. he, he does come back when his uh, opponents, you know, gas out or do something stupid. Uh, and then when he fights, you know, Top five, he gets smoked. Usually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He he he's he's not great. Though I don't know. He's gonna get a guy next time out, probably then. He's gonna get smoked and hopefully That's a, that's the dumbest. Why are we doing that? The first fight was horrible. Why do we need and it wasn't even that long ago. Why are we like, doing it again? If they Were seriously they doing that fight? If yeah. If, if I they what the Ratchet's Rackage is doing. If they actually do that. I mean, you can't lay it. Uh, like, give, give me anything minus two hundred or, or below. It's it's a you banger. Won't get it. It's a it's going to be a banger if I can get something like that. You're going to get minus four hundred. I don't know. I don't like, know, man. One, they, the the Rakic was boring in his last fight, and Smith just got uh, an impressive finish. And it seems like the the public loves Anthony Smith. Like everybody I see talking, they just Anthony Smith. He's tough. He's got skills. His ground game's unbelievable. All right, bro. I mean, he, he closed minus 250 last time, and he clean swept him. I I have a hard time believing it'll be cheaper than 400, maybe 350. We shall see. I pray you're wrong because that is an absolute banger. <laughs> All I know is that the uh, the t- decision prop for Rackage is not going to be as nice as it was last time. Uh, all right, that does it for UFC Vegas, whatever that was. 
Uh, moving on to this weekend, we have UFC 266. This is like the fourth year out of the last six that I have had a wedding to go to on my birthday weekend. Uh, it's it's good in one way because like open bar, so you get to party, but it's not like the party I would have chosen. Um, but there's been some uh, some good fights I've missed over the years because of these weddings. Uh, going back a little bit further than six years, but uh, Jones and, and Gustafson, it was on like this similar time of year, and I was at a wedding, and I missed it live, and that's why I've never liked that fight as much as everybody else. So everybody else got to watch it live, and I watched it after the fact, and I already knew Jones won. And scored it accordingly because Jones did win. Uh, anyways, we've got a good main event, a co-main event, a weird blast from the past, <laughs> and some kind of cool shit on this card. So you know, MMA getting more back to the the fun part of MMA, even if some of that fun is a little bit depressing in this one. Um, but yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll go top to bottom as we always do break them down for you and, uh, and see what we got. So kicking it off in the featherweight division, we have Omar Morales taking on the JSP. R.I.P. Mike. Damn right. Hey, the, the Ravens, the Ravens the other night playing that, that, that was badass. Like that was, that was some cool shit. Yep. Uh, JSP won me a shit ton of money. Uh, last time out, I think I had him, him inside, him TKO, something like that. Uh, so I'll, I'll always enjoy, uh, watching him fight after me, just doing that for me. Um, this fight is, is kind of tough because like he, his striking is not great. He does throw a decent amount of volume, uh, but he's kind of best when he's able to, to wrestle and, and create scrambles I don't know if he's going to be able to get Morales down. Uh, I, I think he'll struggle more against him than he has uh, the last couple guys he's fought and was able to take down. Um, so if this stays on the feet, like Morales is, I think, the better striker, but he doesn't throw as much as he probably should. And JSP does throw, and it's shittier technique, but uh, it, it might be enough here. So I, I'm staying away. Uh, I'll, I'll pick JSP just because... Uh, it's he's he's a plus money. I think it'll probably be a, a fairly close fight. Wes, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a coin flip fight. Um, I, I feel like I don't know if Morales is going to necessarily be the bigger guy here, but I, I think he's the more physical guy. If it gets in those uh, in that kind of realm of fighting, um, I don't see J, uh, JSP getting him out of there. Like Morales just doesn't get finished. Um, I mean, I think he's only lost once. He like lost a giga a couple fights yeah. back. It's his only loss. Um, he's fought some some okay competition. Um, he's just getting kind of old at this point. But I, I think Sean's right. I, I I think his his striking's definitely more technical than than JSP. Um, so we'll see. I, I think either way, this this goes uh, this goes fifteen minutes and. I don't know. I lean Morales here, getting kind of a close decision, but uh, I, I wouldn't want to lay any, any juice on him in this spot. So 
Uh, it'll be my pick by uh, in, a, in a very close coin flip decision, but no bet for me. I think I'm going JSP in this one. Uh, I I agree that Morales is, or at least looks like, the more physical of the two in, in this fight. Uh, he's definitely got the, the better hands, and maybe the Giga fight was just him not throwing his hands because you know Giga's a dangerous fighter. Uh, and that loss doesn't look so bad looking back on it now. Um, but I, I I just think JSP is going to do too much in this fight. Um, yeah, he might not be the cleaner striker, but he's going to throw more. Uh, he might not be able to like dominate the grappling exchanges, but I think he's definitely going to be able to get in and get some takedowns. I mean, Shane Young was able to, to take Morales down in his last fight. I, I think Pierce is a better wrestler than some shitty Australian guy. Uh, so I think he can get some takedowns, get some scrambles. Uh, as Wes said, Morales is getting older. You know, 35 for a, a featherweight is getting up there. Uh, and if there's one thing that Pierce has, it, it's good cardio. And, you know, he'll keep that pressure up and uh, kind of use it to break guys. I don't think he'll be able to, to break Morales, but I think he can do enough in order to win a decision. So. I like Pierce. I'll, I'll take a little bit of the dog money, and I'll probably sprinkle on the decision prop. It's like John, plus three thirty right now. I think I think your boy Nick is is taking the psychedelics uh, before he. What's he made, doing now? He he did an interview with uh, since he didn't do media day again. He didn't skip that, but he did an interview with uh, with Brett a- Agamotto. Yeah, and, oh, uh, he said he shouldn't be fighting Robbie Lawler. He should be fighting Usman. I think I'll beat the shit out of Usman. <laughs> he said, I got a better shot of beating Usman than I do Lawler. <laughs> but he's the one that's fucking changing weights. Like, bro, you can't even make 170. And you're like, yeah, I, I want to take out Usman. Not a 170. I'll fight him at 185. <laughs> hey, was, do, you, do you guys remember what he did to Anderson Silva? He beat the shit out of Izzy. Izzy doesn't have a chance against Nick Diaz. I, I love some Diaz, man, but goddamn, there's not two more delusional motherfuckers when it comes to their place. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> this dude ain't fought in, like, six years. He's like, I should be fighting for the title. I should be fighting it's, Lawler. It's it's bad. Oh, well. What are you going to do? I'll, I'll enjoy watching that for, for all the giggles. I'm I'm glad that you had that to uh, to break up this next fight, Wes, because... I have no idea what the fuck this is. You got a four and two guy, sorry, four, two and one. Hasn't right. fought since 2017. Three fight winless streak. Is he short? Buddies, buddies with Nick Diaz. Has, oh, that's, on the oh, that's right. Yeah, hasn't that's won since 2014, and it's not even a late replacement. Hey, that's okay. he has more recent win than than Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. obviously he's on the card. <laughs> That's fucked up, <laughs> man. Oh shit. Um. Yeah. That's that's a thing. Um. Semmelsberger against Martin Sano. Mart in Sano. There you go. Um. Sean. I, I don't have much here. Um. It's quite hilarious that this uh, this fight is happening and the odds. Like, 
if I if I told you that Matthew Semmelsberger would be a minus six hundred favorite in the UFC against anybody, I'm I'm sure you would call bullshit. But this is this is where we're at, um, and he probably should be a minus six hundred favorite. Uh, everybody wants to fight, baby. Everyone does. Uh, I, I would assume he gets a finish. Uh, he, he's got lots of knockouts. He seems like he has decent power. Um, who the fuck knows? Who, who knows uh, what this? Mark, uh, he, he's, there's no way he's making 170. Like, he, he's going to come in at like 174 or some shit. Like, like, y'all gave Nick 15 pounds. Yeah, like, like what the fuck? I only want just, four. They just don't <laughs> have proper scales in Stockton. Right, yeah. they only, they get the broken. No, the, uh, the only ones. They just don't have. They don't have people weighing scales in Stockton. They they got a lot. Yeah, of, they, they got a lot of scales. Those max out a, a couple key. A couple yeah, of <laughs> <laughs> they've just got like twelve weed scales lined up. Yep. <laughs> They're like, all right, disperse your weight, man. Disperse yeah, just lay on. Hey, oh, let's, yeah, let's, you're yeah, let's you're, check weight. Fucking Nick pulls out. He pulls out a triple beam out of a double bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, um, yeah, I think uh, old uh, Smelly Burger is gonna get a finish here. Um, minus one sixty five at this point. I'm not sure you really want to lay that, but I, I think he's gonna get this guy out of there. Yeah, I I don't have any actual opinion on this fight. I, I don't know how you could. Smelly um, Burger should win because he is an active fighter. And the other guy's not. Uh, next up, this one is uh, another Diaz buddy uh, who's coming down in weight. Whoa, let's see how this goes. We got uh, Nick Maximov taking on late replacement Cody Brundage. Very late. Cody Brundage of losing to Thick Willie on Dana White's Contender Series fame. Um, Beat a guy named Joseph Crotchat. Ooh, shot. Shot. <laughs> oh man, is that his go-to? Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm sure we'll see one of those uh, on Saturday. Do they even have a line out for this fight yet? They do. They do. Uh, Maximov minus two fifteen. Yeah, minus two ten. Oh, it's like already moved a bunch at Bet Online. Uh, Brundage was plus 185 when I looked a little while ago at Bet Online. Apparently, he opened at 275. Uh, yeah, a few hours ago. I probably, uh, I probably wouldn't, uh, wouldn't have hated uh, a small sprinkle on on Brundage at a at a price like that. No, not at all. I liked Maximoff in the original uh, matchup against Roberson. I think he was going to take Roberson down and and probably sub him uh, on the ground. Uh, this one might be a little tougher uh, because uh, Brundage does have some decent wrestling, so I think it's going to be tougher for Maximoff to get to, this, to the ground, and his his striking is still a uh, work in progress, that's for sure. So uh, definitely wouldn't have, or definitely would have taken uh, some big plus money on Brundage. Uh, I'll pick him, uh, but no bets for me on that one. Yeah, I, I probably would have sprinkled on the two seventy five. Is there a total out? Uh, no, not yet. Yeah, I, I might look at some some under here if it's a okay price, uh, short notice. Brunny's probably going to go for it. He either gets finished or finished, guys. Um, 
yeah, I might look at the under depending on the price. Yeah. Uh, Brundage isn't bad. Uh, I think he's actually a, a good prospect. It, it's really hard to judge Maximov off of his contender series fights, and he hasn't fought anybody decent on the, the regional scene. Uh, a whole bunch of like one and zero, one and oh guys, and oh and one guys, and uh, one and ten guy mixed in there for good measure. Um, done a bunch of grappling tournaments and. I would assume that he's got a, a pretty good sub game being uh, one of Diaz's guys. But, man, Brundage looked good. He made the mistake of uh, when he fought Thick Willie. He got the back. He flattened him out. And then and then Willie just, you know, he hit the switch. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, and it just popped him right out of that back control. And, and then it was over from there. So uh, I think that... Max it was pre-venom, was wasn't it? That was like pre-venom venom, uh, problems. Exactly, exactly. Now you got it. Um, yeah, I, I think that Brundage has the wrestling advantage here, and that means he's either going to be on top and raining stuff down, or he's going to be able to just keep it standing. And I, I don't think Maximov has a whole lot on the feet. Uh, you know, from what we saw in Contender Series, he was fighting a, a heavyweight, but... He even struggled at times to to get takedowns, uh, but then that guy was an idiot and you know tried to grab some guillotines and stuff and just ended up on his back. So uh, yeah, I would have taken the the Brundage, you know, plus two hundred, plus one eighty five up to. Um, it just keeps dropping every time I see it now. So I, I'm not sure that uh, that I can still play it, uh, but he's going to be the pick. Next up, 155, we've got my boy, call him Medic, but not for Medic, taking on Jalen Turner, another one of the way too tall for his weight class, cuts too much weight, and gasses because of it, guys. This is, uh, this one should be entertaining for as long as it lasts. Sean? Yeah, this is going to be a fun one. Uh, both these guys have a, a pretty high pace for however long it lasts uh turner's definitely has some some big power but man the guys that he's beat in the ufc is is a pretty pretty terrible list um brock weaver we 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 know what the deal is with him kulabau callan potter that is that is not great. Now, I'm not saying Medich has has beaten some amazing fighters in his UFC career, but um, that being said, I, I think uh, Medich has a, a better overall game. Um, I think he he's he'll do all right on the feet, and if it goes to the ground, I think Turner's in trouble. Um, uh, I'm going to take a small small shot on on Medich. The under two and a half is like minus one thirty. That's pretty cheap for guys that almost always finish, and in Turner's case, most of the time get finished when he loses. So uh, I'll probably have a play on that as well. Wes? Yeah, that's pretty good. I mean, Medic hasn't – I mean, he's been out of the first round like once in, <laughs> in like seven or eight fights. Like, yeah, that dude finishes fights. Um yeah, I like I like Medish in this in this fight too. Um 
I, I think he's, you know, it, it's going to be comparable on the feet. I don't think he's so outclassed by Turner. Turner is going to have that that range on him and that length. But, man, Medish gets in on guys uh, when he wants to. And I, I just think if things do start going going bad for him on the feet, He's got he's got that wrestling. He's got them. He's got takedowns and uh, Turner's his takedown defense isn't the best. And then once it's on the mat, man, it's it's not even close. So better all around game. Um, more ways to win the fight. Um, I, I think it does end up on the mat with with Medich on top, uh, raining down some stuff and the ref stepping in. So yeah, I like Medich quite a bit in this spot. It's actually uh, one of my uh, one of my face spots on the entire card. And uh, I, don't, I don't hate that that under either. Um, I think either way, even if Turner does somehow pull something off, it, it's going to be him connecting with something and hurting Medich and uh, probably getting him out of there. So, yeah, that, that under is a good spot as well. But I, I like Medich quite a bit in this spot, and uh, he's going to be a pretty good bet for me. Yeah, I'm with you guys on this one. Um, you know, Turner – has the the reach advantage, but I don't think that's going to play a, a huge role in this one because uh, Medich is a good kicker when they're on the outside, and he does a good job of, of closing distance when he wants to as well. Uh, and Turner doesn't have like that big power that that really keeps guys at bay. Um, so I think Medich is going to be fine out there. Uh, as you said, when it gets inside, uh, he's definitely going to be the the better guy if they go to the ground uh and yeah i i think that you've got a guy like him that's already a good kicker uh and now he's at a camp like king's mma with uh with cordero where like that dude knows how to set up uh body kicks for for southpaws better than any coach anywhere really um and you've got turner who's super tall for the division uh, those guys, as Sean knows, always very skinny, very weak to the body. Uh, so I wouldn't be shocked to see uh, Medich come in with a, a liver kick and uh, hurt Turner in this one uh, and, and put him away. But I, I like Medich. Uh, in the, the event that Turner does uh, finish the, or get this the win here, I think it's going to be a, a finish of his own. Um, so Medich at... Minus 125, minus 118 at uh, Bet Online, or the under two and a half at, at minus 130. Uh, I, I like both of those. So, Euros Medic is going to be the <clears throat> bet of the week, getting it out of the way early before we get onto, the, onto all the real fights, like <laughs> women's flyweight division, Roxanne Matafari against Tyler Santos. Um, is is Montefiore going to do it again? Is, is she going to she going to win another fight? I don't know. I mean, go for it, Sean. Let, let me let me hear why not. I, I've bet Roxy a bunch at some some huge odds. I I think at they're giving her some actually not great matchups lately. Uh, she got absolutely whooped by Rougeau. Um Lauren Murphy did what Lauren Murphy does. Um, they, they aren't giving her great stylistic matchups anymore uh, for what she does. Um, 
she's she's I don't think she's gonna get Santos down. Uh I think Santos can even take her down. Roxy's tough as fuck though, so I I don't really see Santos finishing, so it might get sloppy and, and maybe Roxy can, you know, somehow come back in this fight, but I, I just don't see it. Uh Roxy usually really capitalize on, on fighters that fuck up and do stupid shit. Uh, Santos is a little bit smarter than that. Um, I, I I might take a stab at Santos by decision at, at minus 135. It's a little juicy. Roxy is tough. Uh, I think uh, Santos can, can win another wide decision. Yeah, I mean, either, either which way you're going here. Um, definitely take decision because this is this is gonna go 15 minutes, but and I Santos isn't isn't great or anything, man. Like I she doesn't have to be in this weight class. Well, she's whooped on fucking her last two chicks, and and I is Roxy better than those two chicks? I I don't know if if she's gotta be necessarily, but like this isn't a Rougeau or Murphy either. You know what I'm saying? Like the two chicks that fucked her up in her last couple fights. Um, I don't think Santos is is them. Um, I, I'm not saying that Roxy's gonna win this fight, but plus five hundred. Like is, is Santos? Like I, I don't know. I'm probably not gonna pull the trigger again. I, I've done it the past couple of times, taking Roxy at a big number by decision, and she's gotten absolutely obliterated, which she should. Uh, in most of these matchups, and she she probably will hear it too. But man, it's such low level shit, man. In a fight that you know is going to go fifteen minutes, uh, a chick that you know is going to stay in there for fifteen minutes, uh, plus five hundred is just it, it's kind of enticing. But I'm going to stay away from now. Let, let's see how how I'm feeling Saturday. Um, if I want to get degenerate, I, I might sprinkle on that. I, I played Matafari plus three and a half last time out, and that didn't have a shot. This girl me. isn't a rouge out of Like, she's not even close to that. So you can get it at bet online, or sorry, at five times if anybody has plus that. It's at plus 110. I For, thought that would be a little bit bigger number if, if she's plus 500, but I guess the, the bookmakers aren't confident in... Well, uh, She's not plus five hundred. She's plus five hundred by decision. Uh, yeah, by decision. I know, but that's basically her anyway. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right? That's why. That's what you take in this spot. Yeah. Um, All right. Yeah, I just you know obviously Santos has physical advantages here. That's every fight in Montefiore's entire career. She's had a, a physical disadvantage, um, and. I think that, you know, we saw in her last fight that Santos is more than willing to grapple, uh, except in her last fight she was grappling against somebody who was willing to lay on bottom and try and throw up sub-attempts. Uh, you know, as mooky as women's MMA can be at times, Modafari knows Armbar how to win rounds. <laughs> Uh, she knows how to win rounds. She knows that, like, she's not going to catch a sub from the bottom, or she shouldn't be able to catch a sub from the bottom. She's going to try and 
scramble and sweep and get on top and uh, really wear somebody out. And I'm interested to see what happens, you know, by the, the seven, eight minute mark, if Santos just can't completely control her the whole time, which she might be able to do, like she should be able to do given the, uh, the advantages that she has. Uh, I would expect that Santos can either keep, well, none of them can keep each other at range. The The distance is going to be closed in this fight, um, but it's just a, a matter of can she stick around on top and ride out a decision, or are, are there going to be actual scrambles in this fight? I think if there's scrambles, then it could get interesting, and yeah, I might sprinkle on that uh, decision, plus 550. Why not? Why not? Next up, Heavyweight division. Hopefully we get Wes back in before uh, we get to him on this one because I, I know he's excited about Shamil Sharif Abdurrahim taking on Chris Dukakis of the famed Dukakis brothers. Sean, what do you got for us here? Yeah, uh, this is a, an interesting matchup. You got a guy who's fought three times in the pandemic. Uh He's 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 jumping up the uh, the rankings in in the old t shirt uh, division. Um, last time he out, I mean, he did down. what he, he slimmed down. Yeah, he has right? slimmed down. It, it was uh, the pandemic was good for him. He uh, he actually slimmed down and and might have an ab now. Yeah. Um, and, and Sharif, uh, before people ask, Sharif is disqualified from the t shirt in the pool division because it doesn't count if you're already wearing a sweater. Yeah, he has a sweater on. It's bullshit. Um, but yeah, Dukakis, the big Dukakis, uh, did what he had to do, and it, it was impressive putting putting out Olenek. I know Olenek's old as fuck, but I mean, there is not that many fighters that can can do it with with ease. So uh, that's still a, a decent win. Um, Abdurrahim hasn't fought in two years he's he's now 40 going on 52 i i think this is this is gonna he, he's gonna look like he's in underwater uh i think the the big dukakis is is gonna be much quicker and and he's gonna finish him so uh i was looking at inside the distance uh when i looked last it was like plus 105 i think that's a, a decent play around that number Wes. Yeah, I mean, and our our boy Dukakis, when when you can get forget get getting out the old man Alexi, when you can get the man Parker Porter out of there in nice. the first round, mm-hmm. now we're now we're talking some impressive stuff. Um, yeah, I, I kind of I, I think Sean's right here. I I think Dukakis is just he's not great or anything, but. He's better than this dude, 40 years old, hasn't fought in a couple years, coming off just an obliteration. Um, yeah, I like Dukakis inside the distance. I don't I don't hate the under either. I think that kind of gives you a little bit of cover uh, in case uh, our boy Abdurimov, uh pulls uh, pulls something out of his ass. But I, I think uh, I think Dukakis should style here, uh, fighting a dude that hasn't fought in two years, 40 years old. Um yeah, him inside the distance at, at plus money. Uh, I don't hate that at all. Yeah, this uh, <clears throat> this one got rescheduled a couple times. Uh, I'm not really sure. Uh, one of them was for COVID stuff for uh, for Sharif and and team. I'm not sure if it's actually him or not. 
Uh, and the other one just looked like it got rescheduled. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I'm I'm right on board. Uh, you know, we're big Dukakis fans here on the Anime Analysis. We we've been on the train since day one, and you know things things are starting to come around. We didn't necessarily think that it would be Chris. We didn't think it would be the big Dukakis coming through. Yep. We, we thought that uh, the medium Dukakis uh, was had a little more potential, but uh, it turns out even we can be wrong every once in a while. It doesn't happen a lot, uh, just like every once in a while, every fight or so. Um, but yeah, there's going to be a big speed difference here. Uh, I don't think that, uh, that Sharif has the, the best chin to begin with. Now he's getting a bunch older. Uh, Dukakis has pretty good hands, much faster. Uh, I, I think this the the writing is kind of on the wall here uh, for someone who normally loves to see a, a fatties come through in this spot. Uh, I'm not even really considering it. Uh, if anything, uh, you know, it looks like Dimes is the only place that has the uh, the alternate totals up. Uh, under one and a half here is, is plus one thirty, uh, but under two and a half is minus one forty five and. Kind of like that a bit better, even though I think that Dukakis probably gets it then in round one. Are we on the main card yet? Jesus, we're not on the main card. All right. Not quite. This fight might not even happen, so I I don't think we're going to spend a ton of time on it. Uh, but Dan Hooker is trying to get his work visa all sorted out or something. I don't know. There's... There's some issue that the U.S. has with sex workers or, uh, coming into the country. I don't know. You, you put Hooker on that uh, application, and they, they don't know what to think. Uh, and Nazrat Hakbaras, I, I mean, I don't need to speak for the issues that uh, that the U.S. has with uh, people with those kind of names, but <laughs> obviously there's some problems there. Uh, so neither of these guys can get into the country, so this fight might not even happen. But if it does... Should be fun, Sean. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a fun fight if it does happen. Uh, I was kind of hoping for a, a better number on Hackrast. Uh, I've, I've kind of backed him a, a bit uh, recently. Um, that knockout loss to Dober is what it is. People, lesser people have, or uh, that the power that Dober has is is pretty high up there. So I guess that's not a, a bad loss. He's kind of a frustrating fighter. Um, but Dan Hooker has been in some wars lately. Um, this is like, last time was the first time that he really got, like, put clean out. Um, like, obviously, Barboza had the TKO, but that was just an accumulation. Chandler absolutely flatlined the dude. Um, you never know what a, a fighter is going to react um, coming off a loss like that. So, I'll... I'll pick Hooker. He's he's the better fighter, but um, I think this is a, a scary matchup for him against a guy that doesn't have a big name. It's kind of a weird matchup. He's been fighting fairly well-known fighters a bunch, and, and now he's fighting Hack Parast. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm. I don't. I don't think this fight's gonna happen. I, I know Dana thinks he can get. Anything done? His boy's not in the White House anymore, so I don't know. But 
he said it, now it's Hasperat they can't get here. Like Hooker's yeah. gonna get here. Hooker's it's, all good. <laughs> yeah, the issue. It's, it's that that's probably not gonna make it here the way it was looking like yesterday. Uh Dana said it's gonna happen, but uh that that bald bozo fuck says a lot of shit. So um, hey, Jeremy Stevens is gonna fight Eve Edwards tonight, man. You you watch. You watch and you see. That legendary shit right there. Uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess if it if it does happen, um, I kind of I kind of lean Hooker here uh, as a bet. I don't know; it's just worrisome. Uh, Sean listed all the shit like um, the, the the just the Barboza beating. I know he came back from that and, and won a few fights, but man, that that Chandler you get clean knocked out like that. That's that's kind of career changing shit right there, especially at this point. The guy's been in a lot of tough fights, but I I still think he he uses his length very well and I, I think he could keep it on the outside and kind of pick Hasbrat apart. Um Sean did say something that, you know, Hasbrat's he's a he's a frustrating fighter sometimes, man. Sometimes he just doesn't do enough, doesn't throw enough. So um I, I lean Hooker in this spot, man, but there's just way too many red flags for for me to touch him. Um, if the line keeps coming down, man, like um, Sean said, he was hoping to see a bigger number on uh, Hasbrenner. I thought there was going to be a a bigger number. I figured Hooker would would be favored by a little bit more, but um, if I get even money or something like that, crazily, I'll I'll probably sprinkle. But I, I probably we probably won't see that, so it's going to be a pass for me. I'm leaning towards Dan Hooker in this one, which pains me to say, because I do not like Dan Hooker. Um, so you know, if I'm thinking about it, that uh, that it must be pretty serious. And I think the the issue here is, yeah, he got knocked out by Matt Chandler. He was a bigger favorite against Michael Chandler than he currently is against Nazrat Hackbarast. That's crazy. Like, something there doesn't add up to me. Uh, and I, I bet Chandler in that fight, obviously. I bet Chandler big. <laughs> Not an idiot. Um, but Hackbarast doesn't have huge power. He's got decent hands. Uh, he doesn't have great hands. It's not like he's going out there and outboxing you know, excellent lightweights or anything. I mean, the uh, half a Garcia, uh, not even three quarters of a Garcia, was a, a massive favorite in his last fight because he got soundly outboxed by Akparast. Uh, and then he loses to, who's the, Grutzemacher. He, he, he lost to, to the Grits. Um, so, you know, he, he's not going out there and, putting on shows uh, against good fighters. Uh, so, yeah, I, I'm kind of leaning towards Hooker in this. At least he's consistently been there uh, against good guys. And say what you will about the uh, his defense or, or lack thereof uh, and the fact that he's taken a bunch of damage in those fights, he's also been competitive. So you know that he's going to dish it out as well. Uh, and I think that... He can do a whole lot more dishing than uh, than Hakbaras has taken against anybody but Drew Dober, and doesn't necessarily mean that I, I think uh, Hooker's going to finish him. 
But uh, I, I think Hooker's definitely going to be able to put some offense on Hack Perast and at the, the very least win the decision in this one. Next up in the... God damn it. Still not the main <laughs> uh, Prelim headliner. Good fight, though. Good fight. Good fight. Yeah. Yeah. Bantamweight division. Of course it's a good fight. It's in Bantamweight division. Best division in, in MMA right now. Uh, maybe featherweight, but probably Bantamweight. Marlon Marais is trying to do something with his career right now, and he's taking on our boy, the Georgian <laughs> snooze machine. Yes! Just, Best I mean, name off the podcast, period. Sean, how many times should I should I tap the alarm during this one? <laughs> what do you think? I, I, I think you're going to tap it less than, uh, than two and a half times. Um, Marice, this is a bad matchup for him. He he is offensively talented. He could definitely catch Devalishvili, but if he doesn't catch him early, uh, I don't give him much of a chance at all. Um, he he might catch him coming in. It it is always a possibility. I think you can get like plus nine hundred, nine fifty at some places. If if you like. Marais, you, you got to be playing a bit of that. Uh, even if you're playing Dvalishvili and you want to hedge a tiny bit, I think that's it's not a bad hedge uh, spot. But Dvalishvili pushes a pace, and Marais doesn't really like that. Um, the times that he's won in the UFC, uh, either he's you know caught people uh, early, or he has a slow kind of plotting fight, and and Dvalishvili is not going to do that. He's going to push the pace. He's going to wrestle. Marais is going to get tired if he if he doesn't catch him early. And Tavalishvili might finally get a finish. He, he doesn't have a single finish in the UFC. And he might just do it against Marlon Marais. I think that's more on me saying that Marais is going to... It's tough saying he's going to quit, but like he is really gonna be in a in a bad spot. If might he doesn't just catch be so early. gassed where he has. No he might choice, be so, so gassed that it, it's just going to be a, a he doesn't take a ground and pound. Well. we'll say no. that. Yeah, that is that is definitely the case. So uh, I don't mind Mirab. I, I'll probably put him in a in a parlay under two and a half is is plus one sixty five at some places. I think that's worth a, a shot as well. West. Yeah, this is this is gonna pain me because um, <laughs> uh, most people know how how big of a of a Marlon Marais fan I've been for. We wanted Marais to be more like Gabe G, not like some of these other Bellator guys that crushed and then came to the UFC and did not too much. Yeah, I mean, and he should be on like a four or five fight losing streak at this point, man. And yep. Brad said it like doesn't take damage well at all anymore. Like, he's just, it's going to be bad here, man. I think Sean hit it all on the head, man. Uh, gosh, it's Philly. Though, though snooze machine is going to, going to put a pace on him, man, that Marais just isn't going to, isn't going to like, if Marais can't catch him with something big within the first few minutes, he's in some serious trouble. Like, even when he was, you know, Looking good in fights and stuff like that. Gas tank still wasn't wasn't the best. Um, I don't think this is going to be good for him, man. Um, 
I, I like the snooze machine in this spot. Um, I'll definitely have him in a parlay uh, with something. And um, the the sprinkle on that under is good, uh, a good spot as well because if you do think Marais is going to get him out of there, that, that's, that under is definitely going to cash if Marais wins. And um, I, I'm not so sure about the snooze machine even finishing Marlon Marais, though. It, it's going to have to be Marlon Marais dead face down from not being able to catch air in his lungs for uh, for a little snooze machine to, to get him out of there. It's possible, though. Like It's going to be a pace like uh, O'Marlin hasn't, hasn't seen in a while. So, yeah, I, I like the like the snooze machine here. I'm, I'm having an internal debate right now. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. <laughs> like, Marais, I, I just looked it up on 365. And Marais round one is plus a thousand, which like well, you take a little of that for sure. You got, I mean, you got so it. that's 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 this this angel here, and then the devil over here is like, yeah, but the snooze machine is plus fourteen hundred round three. <laughs> and, why not both? <laughs> get a, Why not both? Um. Yeah, I could. I honestly see it the same way that you guys said. Uh, if Marais doesn't get it done within the first couple of minutes, then this is going to turn into a very bad night for him. Um, the the actual play that I'm looking at uh, is, you know, Sean mentioned the the under two and a half. I think that's good. I think uh, Devalishvili snooze machine. Minus three and a half at dimes is plus money, and if he wins this fight, uh, that that covers your wide decision or your finish for him, um, which is a cowardly move on my part. But it's hard to trust the, trust this guy to uh, to get a finish uh, with with what we've seen, and even before the UFC, it, it's not like he was going out there and just smoking dudes. It, it was a lot of decisions, um, but. Man, I something in the back of my mind, or or maybe it's this little dude on the shoulder here. He he's saying round three, round three. Um, so I I might have to uh, might have to take the snooze machine, only hit that button twice, uh, and then uh, and then you know actually get up the second time because uh, I'm waiting for that finish in the third round. I have Finally. some breaking news. I, I have some breaking news, Brad. It's Uh-oh. very important. Uh-oh. Misha Tate has been forced out of her main event fight <laughs> against Ketlin Vieira on October 16th. We need a new main event. Whatever are we going to do? They'll find... They'll, they'll pull a chick off of uh, the Warm Body Farm show and put her <laughs> in the main event against the girl. Watch. Um, Can't wait. What what's Sarah Alpar up to? Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Um, yeah, that's I I don't know how we're gonna move on from that. Uh, but next up, main card, flyweight division. One of the more fun female fighters to watch, both in the ring and on OnlyFans, Jessica Andrade. Is that extra now that she's making real money? Now that she's 
she's got she that still only fan, living that OnlyFans <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> you think that's going to hurt her motivation going in there against Cynthia Calvillo? Sean, I need to know. It's, it, it, it's tough because on one hand, she has a bunch of money now so that she can afford to train better. But then does she really want to fight if she can just make more money doing that? That's... It's it's a conundrum. Uh, I'm not too sure. Maybe we'll find out Saturday. Uh, I, I think she's uh, this is a pretty decent stylistic matchup for her. Calvillo usually needs to go for takedowns to to do well in fights. I know Shevchenko took Andrade down a bunch uh, and then smashed her. I I don't think anyone's near Shevchenko, so I don't know if that's a a, a good uh, comparison. Uh, I think Andraj against non-Shevchenkos at 125 can can hold her own, and and she'll probably be doing better offensively, and might even take Calvillo down. Um, around minus 250, I, I think that's worth a, a small bet. I, I've always liked Andraj. I, I pretty much better every time. Uh, I didn't against Shevchenko, obviously, because I'm not an idiot, but. Um, she's pretty good, and and she forces fights, and and usually comes forward and. I, I think she can can win a decision here, Wesley. Yeah, I, and I, I think these are the type of of level of fights that I mean, she just Shevchenko's just too good. I mean, she's just a different level. However, you think about her fighting style or whatever, she's just a different level from everybody. Um, I mean, watching the the Mook again, pretty much body up Calvillo and she, like uh, Andrade, just that's. I think that's probably how it's going to play out more than Andrade trying to get off power shots and shit. I think she's going to body her up, probably get some takedowns, some some ground and pound. Um, I've never just – I don't know. It seems like Calvillo's gotten hype at, at different parts. She'll get a win and people start hyping her back up. I, I, I just – I don't see it. She, she's lost to some, some pretty bad chicks, been into really close fights with the likes of Courtney Casey and shit like that, like – uh, Andrade is like, I, I still think she's probably the best fighter below Shevchenko, e- even though she's lost to, was it Rose and, and, uh, and Whaley, like that, that was kind of just a crazy one punch fight. So I still think she's, in my opinion, probably the best of those chicks. Um, she's way better than Cynthia Calvillo and at, at around that price, um, I, I'm definitely going to use her as a parlay piece. Yeah, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, you know, Calvillo loses to Mukugan. Andrade beats Mukugan, so they match him up together. Um, I, I know that obviously Andrade had the, the title shot b- between that, but um, yeah, I, I, wait, baby. <laughs> I, I don't get it. This is a, a massive step up for Calvillo. Um, she's not exactly young either. She's she's 34, so um, have to to wonder really, you know, what is her path here? If if you couldn't take down Mook again, and now you're in there against a much more physical fighter in Andrade, I think that this is going to be a, a tough ask for her. So, uh, has, has she ever been finished? I should probably know things like that uh, before I start talking about fight. No. Uh, she has not. Interesting. 
I wonder if that means that the uh, the price on Andrash to get a finish is anywhere decent because no, it's not really. Nope. Huh. Inside plus one sixty five decision plus one seventy five. Yeah, I, not a lot I love there. Um, maybe the money line in a parlay, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I, I feel like this is kind of a, a paint-by-numbers kind of fight. So uh, Andrade should take the win, and yeah, hopefully it'll be fun. Heavyweight division. This isn't Wes's boy, but it's about as close as you can get to Wes's boy without it being the one and only Black Beast. It's the uh, the West Indian Beast? Where is he from? Suriname? Suriname. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, also, you know, as uh, as our boy Dan Tom likes to say, uh, Jarzinho Rosenstruck, uh, a, a part of the old fantasy Jewish fight team, um, doing doing some big things, doing some big things, and he has taken on Curtis Blades, who can kind of wrestle at heavyweight, which is like being able to wrestle very well at every other division. Sean. Yeah, I, I don't. I didn't learn my lesson from last time, where I had a bunch of money on uh, Curtis Blades against the Black Beast. We got beasted. We got black beasted. It it happens. Um, I'm going right back at it. Uh, if he gets caught, he gets caught. These are heavyweights. Rosenstrick has big power. I think. I'll much more often than not. Uh, Blades is going to just wrestle him to death. Um, I don't know if he gets a finish. Rosenstruck's fairly tough, in, unless you're Haganu. Um, but I, Blades is is kind of a head case when it comes to, to not being able to finish certain guys and, and able to finish other guys. It's it's kind of a crapshoot. So uh, I'm not touching that either way. I, I did put Blades in a parlay uh, with the main event to finish last week uh, for a unit. I might add some more. Um, He he has the tools to win. He just doesn't have to get, he just can't get caught. That's, that's simple, but he could get caught. So I guess we'll see how that goes. I I like losing money when, when blades gets knocked the fuck out. And I also like losing money to, to Rosenstruck. Uh, The Overeem special was, was a heart wrenching moment uh, in in the old betting career, so that's always fun. Um, but yeah, it's going to be blades for me. Uh, what do you like, Wes? Yeah, I'm I'm right there with you, uh, and I, I've I've done fairly well on on Rosenstruck fights, um, picking for him or against him. I've actually made some decent money on his fights. Um, yeah, I mean, blades is just way better. Like, uh, blades is 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 probably the second best heavyweight in, in in the UFC just man he he finds a way sometimes to to just get caught in and the black beast one is just it's just black beast i've learned my lesson at this point like it could happen that guy just pulls shit out of his ass i don't think that's that's rosenstruck i, I don't think rosenstruck's going to throw enough in this fight to 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 bother blades enough to stopping from getting inside, uh, getting his takedowns, getting his clinch work off. Um, 
Blades actually uses that shit and fights. Um, so yeah, I, I like him in the spot. Um, I, I think he kind of rolls here. It's it's gonna it's it's gonna be one lucky punch type fight for Rosenstruck. I, I think he's gonna get bodied on. Um, I still think Blades is really really fucking good, man. Uh, he is he's a great heavyweight fighter. Just gotta find ways to not get in those spots to where he gets caught like that. Um, and, and we'll see. It, it seemed like against Black Beast, he was doing that. He was fighting the perfect fight. Like, he couldn't have fought a better fight. It's Black Beast, man. It, it, it's just that guy. So, yeah, I, I like him here. Um, I, I put him in a parlay with uh, Andrade. Um, and I like both of them. I, I think they cashes. Yeah, I, I got a side blades in this one as well. Um, as you said, he was fighting a great fight uh, against Lewis, but he seems to get into this pattern where he's like, okay, even if I'm doing good on the feet, I still got to shoot. Uh, and and Lewis just just waiting on, even though Blades was beating the shit out smoking of him. Smoking him. Yeah, striking. Uh, he was smoking him. In that and Lewis was just waiting for that shot. And, and as soon as it came, that's, that's when the knockout happened. And I think that Rosenstruck's a good enough striker that Blades isn't going to be, like, working him over on the feet. Uh, maybe if they get into the clinch, he can do some good work there. Uh, but I don't think it, it's going to be that same sort of... Like, he was almost confused about how well he was doing on the feet against Lewis. Um, yep. Which, maybe that, that's Lewis's whole plan, is just confuse these dudes into knocking them out. Um, belly is hypnotizing. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that's going to happen here. I, I think that Blades is probably going to go to his wrestling early. Uh, I don't think that Rosenstruck has the defensive grappling or the ability to scramble like uh, Lewis does, even if it's you know as strange as it is. Uh, and yeah, I see uh, Blades just controlling this for for long periods of time. Uh, I'm not sure if. He manages to to get a TKO because uh, I think that Rosenstruck is decent defensively on, on the ground. Um, you know, not great. He's not going to sub anybody, um, but I, I think he'll be able to avoid taking too much damage uh, at least early on. And so I'm kind of, you know, got to pay a little juice for it. But uh, I'm, I'm kind of thinking a little fatties here. You, you got a, a minus one fifty five over there at at Bet Online. And uh, I, I don't think that's too bad. Next up, it's Sean's main event. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's been having he's been having wet dreams about this one for hey, when was the last time Nick Diaz fought? Like a decade ago? Six and a half Close years. <laughs> how many how many of the people watching this card do you think were watching MMA the last time Nick Diaz fought? Man. Like a, a percentage wise. Well, I mean, you got to figure people that are, say, even like 18, 19 years old, they were like 12 the last That's time great. Nick Diaz fought. But he I, is, I would say like 30%. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, dude. Like, a better is question it? is how many people were are li- listening or watching MMA when he last won? Nobody. I mean, that he hasn't, he's fought four times. In a decade, four times. You know what, Wes? In the past ten years, it doesn't matter because he's getting my money. 
He's gonna. Of win course he is. Of course he is. <laughs> <laughs> he could actually be fighting Usman, and you would be betting Nick Diaz in this. Fight. Hell yeah, I'd get like plus five thousand. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! All right, here, here's here's the deal. So yeah, Robbie can't. <laughs> Robbie's shot. Robbie is shot. He, he Robbie's the, the shy one. <laughs> Robbie is the guy that is shot in this matchup. Yeah, write it down. Uh, he, he could not pull the trigger against Magby. He just looked like he just was collecting a paycheck. Uh, against Covington, there were time, there was lots of spots where he could have thrown against Covington, and he just chose not to. Uh, and and he just just lost a. a a decision and and didn't put much uh, up much of a fight. Nick we always talk firing, about he was firing that volume in his last fight six and a half years ago, wasn't he? <laughs> we uh, we always talk about two kinds of wash. We 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 talk about the wash chins and, and the guys that just won't throw. Robbie is is the second one. It, it seems like his his chin is still there. Dude won't won't throw. Now Nick Diaz he he threw he threw back in like 2011. <laughs> So, if we extrapolate that out, he, he probably somewhat still he's gonna throws. throw even more in 2021. Yeah, yeah, right? something he's like just that. Always developing as a fighter is what you're trying to say. Uh, yeah, man, he's he's had so much time off. He threw, his body didn't his throw body his is shit a in 2015. He, he was saving it for 2021. <laughs> he won that fight against Anderson Silva. You, you, you can't tell me otherwise. Um, um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, he, he doesn't look good. Uh, he, he is calling for 185 cause he is not going to make 170. He, I'm going to laugh if he misses 185. Like, would, would that be like something that, that could happen? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think never miss weight, but I don't like, think he's going to miss 185. He just doesn't want to cut. Yeah. He, uh, I hope he's on that rumble diet. Oh yeah, I mean it's tough, man. He, he just turned thirty-eight. It's hard to look shredded if you're not YOLO when you're you're thirty-eight. So he's looking a little flabby. That's that's that old man strength that he's he's garnering now. So uh, yeah, he's gonna uh, he's gonna throw a bunch of jabs and, and some strikes and maybe lay down on the mat and and somehow win a decision. So I got uh, two units on him at plus one hundred nine. Wes, <laughs> yeah, look, I, I've done countered. A, a lot of a lot of that stuff, but look, Nick looks bad, man. Like, I I don't even I don't know why he's fighting, but it's probably money. Like, I don't think the guy wants wants to be there whatsoever. That dude was done fighting a long time ago, before Anderson Silva. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I it's not even really in my breakdown of the fight, but. If if the if the rumor's true that he got knocked out cold in sparring last week, that's bad. Like that's really bad. Um, that means it does just take Robbie to throw a few punches in this fight and land something on him. And like we're talking about Robbie not throwing in fights. Nick didn't throw like you say in 2015. He wasn't throwing. He wasn't throwing fucking years. Like the dude hasn't fought in six and a half years. That is crazy, man. Like That's say we rest. Say rest. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I call it rest when you're just doing blow and fucking 
drinking in Vegas for the past six. That's years. his cardio workout, Wes. What the fuck? You get that heart pumping? You got to make you sure get in there jit- all night. Jiu-jitsu I mean, in the hotel room on the hotel room floor. You know, uh, yeah, man. I I think this is a bad spot for Nick, man. I I didn't always wanted to see Nick fight again, but just not like this, man. Like watching him walk in today on, on that video. He looks fucking bad, man. Like his chick, I don't like to talk about people's chicks, but god damn, man, she looks like a fucking meth addict, dude. Like he looks like he's on some bad drugs and shit, man. And it just doesn't look right to me, man. Um, maybe Robbie is so goddamn washed that he won't even throw punches against almost a 40 year old Nick Diaz that hasn't fought in six and a half years. I don't think so. And I think this shit he pulled with the weight stuff. Is going to play against Nick badly because Robbie kept on a straight face and shit today talking about it. That had to piss him off because you know he's on weight. You know he's been cutting that weight that's, and getting the that's work. That's mind in. games, baby. That's what Diaz wants. He yeah, wants that, that, that he wants Robbie angry like he was in the good, first fight. Good. Hopefully he'll <laughs> throw punches. Um, I I like Robbie here, man. Um, I don't think it's going to take a lot to beat Nick in this fight. It it is just going to take Robbie pulling the trigger a little bit. Um, There's no, I get Sean betting Nick. I really do. Um, Anybody else? I just don't know what you're basing any uh, of, of your, of your money on in in this spot. Like all things mentioned uh, previously, six and a half years, this dude's fought four times in a decade. Looks like he's, man, you talk about Connor in a treehouse look. God damn, when he walked in the day, he looked like Connor coming out of a fucking treehouse, bro. Um, he doesn't look good, man. The weight shit, the the rumors that there is, there's supposedly video of him getting knocked clean out last week. Give me some Robbie here, man. It's not anything big, just a regular one-unit play. I, I like Robbie in this spot, man. I, I I hope Nick puts on a good fight, man. I hope it's at least exciting. I don't even expect that. I think this is going to be a really, really shitty fight, honestly. I think it's going to be, I mean, even if Robbie does throw Sean's right, he's still not, oh, Robbie Lawler. He's not going to throw a fucking bunch of volume and shit. And I don't think Nick's going to do much, man. I think we're going to see the same old Nick, and it's going to be even worse because he hasn't fought in six and a half years. It's going to be a lot of him doing dumb shit. Probably talking a lot of shit, raising his hands up in the air, and just doing a bunch of nothing, man. I, I this should be twenty five minutes. Like that really fucking sucks. This should not be twenty five minutes. Sean's probably gonna be enjoying it. Oh, Nick's talking shit. He's throwing his hands up, smacking Nick. At least land something. I got two units on you, bro. Uh, give, give me some Robbie Small. All right, I have to. Admit, Here we go, Brad. Before. <laughs> Before I thought about this fight at all, I was like, eh, Nick Diaz against a shot Robbie Lawler, 25 minutes. That's probably that's probably not bad for him. But the more I heard Sean talk, before Wes even <laughs> before Wes even made any points, before Wes said anything, I was like, oh fuck, no. No, Nick Nick is screwed. Nick is so screwed. Um and I, I looked some stuff up. You know, you were talking about how, how Robbie didn't throw uh, against Covington. He couldn't, couldn't pull the trigger against Covington. So in that fight, he threw 
against a guy who took him down 10 times, 10 times, he threw 60 strikes less than Nick threw the entire fight against Anderson Silva. He got taken down yeah, 10 but times. Nick and... took a nap in the middle of that fight. That doesn't count. <laughs> oh, um, and in the, the last round, the only round where he didn't get taken down, I think he threw more strikes than any round that Nick threw in the entire Anderson Silva fight. So, I mean, like, yeah, he's shot. He's that can't pull the trigger washed, but he's also been fighting high-level grappler, high-level grappler, high-level grappler, elite welterweight, elite welterweight, elite. Fighting's the more important thing. (laughs) So, I mean, you you got to side with Robbie. Now now that I've actually had, like, a minute to talk myself through it. Hot damn it, Brad. I thought I pulled you in. And you, I pushed you, you got away. it. You got to side with Robbie. And, I mean, I like nothing more than watching the Diaz's lose. Nothing, nothing more. The only time I cheered on a Diaz was the, the first Nate-Connor fight. And, like, that was just, you know, I didn't think he was going to win by any means. It was just, you know, right after the uh, the Aldo stuff. I had to had to hope that somebody would come in and defend Aldo's honor. But even this, I think this might be, this might be sad for even people like me that very much do not like the Diaz's. It's, uh... Uh, I haven't looked at the pictures. I've seen interviews within the last couple of years from Nick, and they've been pretty rough. Um, if he's still looking like that and begging for 15 extra pounds come come fight week, that's uh, it's not a great look. So, yeah, uh, Robbie, haven't bet it. It seems like it's starting to to move in that direction. Uh, so maybe if I'm going to, uh, I should do it now, uh, <laughs> sooner rather than later. Um, but yeah, that's uh, yeah. The, the Diaz, uh, he's going to continue his streak of being undefeated. <laughs> yeah. What's Why, what's he going to? So Newsman at 185 next time out. Sean, what happens if Nick loses? in a fight where his opponent doesn't even attempt to take down. Oh, it's a rigged system. The the system is still rigged. (laughs) It was rigged and it still is rigged. Um, so when is, when's Nick running for Stockton city council? I mean, he, he might have to get a job. Uh, all right. Next up. Co-main event. Oh, man. Women's flyweight division. (laughs) I mean, we call them the Georgian snooze machine. Out of love. Valentina Shevchenko just puts you to sleep. Just just awful. Nobody cares. Please, please stop dancing. I'd rather fuck Hayden Barrow when he does his sexy dance. With the chompers and everything going oh, on. Oh, teeth. Uh, man's teeth look better, worse than Devin Clark's, and I'd, I'd still rather be all up in that than Shevchenko. Oh. Taking on Lauren Murphy. And, yeah. Yeah. Just yeah. not 
Yeah. Not a great fight all around. Sean? As with most flyweight fights. Um, yeah, I'm trying to get paid for Shevchenko being so fucking boring. Uh, <laughs> I took the over two and a half at plus 100 for a unit. Uh, Lauren Murphy can take some shit. And I don't think she'll be dumb enough to rush in like Andrade and, and be aggressive. I think she'll try to take, uh, you know, spend all the time in the cage that she can getting a, a title shot because it's obviously never going to happen again. So might as well uh, enjoy it, add up all the time, and, and hopefully uh, can survive for three rounds. Uh, yeah, this is a terrible fight. And... This is why we don't need a flyweight division. Or a bantamweight division. Or a strawweight division. Definitely, there's not even a featherweight division, so we don't need that. Wes? Yeah, I guess, I guess Murphy survives for a few rounds here. Um, Shevchenko probably gets her out of there eventually. Um, but who knows? Maybe she doesn't. She can be really boring sometimes. Murphy is tough. Um, yeah, Shevchenko's going to win. I, I guess the over's a good spot if you need some some action on it. Um, maybe uh, Shevchenko by TKO is slight plus money. You think she's going to gonna finish? Um, yeah, Shevchenko's going to win. Might sub her. That's the problem with trying to take that. I don't know if Murphy gets subbed. Like she's she's competent and and, and like kind of the the grappling. So I kind of almost see like a grounded pound or something like that. Um, but there's that possibility. So yeah, and inside the distance, I think is really really juice. So um, over might be the best way to go. I, I think Mark, Sean's right about Murphy getting her probably one and only title shot. She's probably going to be kind of tentative. Um, not wanting to engage a lot early, so yeah, the over is probably not a not a bad spot. Uh, might take a little of that myself. Uh, pick a Shevchenko, obviously though. I took a little bit of Shevchenko by decision at plus two fifty because there we go. If if I'm gonna sit through any amount of minutes. who are you any, talking about? Any amount of this, this fight. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit through it. I'm going to be on a dog walk. Who are we kidding? Especially with all like the, the promo packages and the walkouts. This is going to be like an hour. That That's going to be a, a great walk for Turk. Oh, shit. I'm not. You're not I'm even going to be doing that. You're at a wedding. You're going to be hammered. not even thinking about this fight. <laughs> Absolutely not. That's even better. Uh, well, I hope Turk gets to go on a walk. I'm sure he'll. My dad's looking after him this weekend, so I'm sure he's going to let my dad know that, hey, it's, it's time it's to get It's Saturday night during a women's fucking championship fight. Yeah. Motherfuckers, time to on go. The TV. Uh, yeah, but uh, I took a little bit of decision prop because why not? I I hope for this fight to be bad. I hope that you all have to suffer through it. I will not. Um somebody let me know when the fight starts and I will make sure I have a drink for every round that it goes. Oh, there we go. We'll, we'll do that. So, you know, it going long is good for everybody. Mostly me. Yep. Main event. Great fight. 
even if the champion right now is a, a boring little troll from shitty kickboxing. But, like, not actually. He's from a different gym down there and, and sometimes goes to shitty kickboxing when he wants to be shittier. Uh, but we'll see. We'll yeah, see what champ, happens here. The champ needs some body bags from, from time to time. Go, go over to City and beat up on the fucking bums. <laughs> I mean, you got to get your, your work in against the Shane Youngs of the world and the... Uh, you do. What, the, the Kai Kara Francis and... Whatever other little guys are around, in, uh, uh, dudes, uh, out of sign his jujitsu coach and shit. You know? <laughs> yeah, Jacob Malcoon. You <laughs> Malcoon. <know. laughs> oh, that's that's Whitaker. I think that's Whitaker. Oh, yeah, that's right. coach. Yeah. Oh, fuck, they're Fair they're enough. all the same. Yeah, they're all the same. <laughs> they got the same accent. They're all the same. Uh, anyways, that dude is taking on. The uh, used to be very handsome Brian Ortega, and then he shaved his head and started looking all weird. Um, but did he grow his hair back? I, I don't know. I haven't looked at any of the the pre fight stuff yet. Uh, no. Well, you watched him on Tough, Wes. Did he have the locks? No, he's got some funny looking shit going on. Who knows? He ain't got weird. the locks anymore. I mean, you know what that is. It's, you know, the the king isn't hanging around Black House anymore. He, he doesn't have that positive influence on Ortega. To... <clears throat> Wait, what are, you, what are you trying to imply? He was framed. He was framed, all right? I'm pretty sure it was Ortega, too. No, no, and if he no. wasn't fighting Volkanovsky, I would never forgive him. But I, I want to see the, the angry little Australian get... Uh, get dethroned, chopped off at the knee. No, that already happened. Um, chopped off at the hips. <laughs> Sean, what, what do you got in a actually very good fight? Yeah, it should be really good. Um, it's a it's a tough fight to, to figure out for me. Uh, no matter how much Brad and Lance hate Volkanovski, he is a very good fighter. Um, he, he wins rounds. He... he you might not. You might fall asleep. Uh, you might uh, just be very bored. But the judges like what he do. He does. He does throw a decent amount of volume. Uh, he's got a pretty com- complete game. Um, I was pretty impressed with with Ortega in the in the Korean zombie fight. I was on zombie there. Um, I definitely think that the zombie was on uh, autopilot after after getting rocked there, but I mean, up until that, like Ortega's stand up did look very improved since the 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 Holloway fight before that. So um, he's definitely improved in, in that area. I've never really thought he was that good. We, we've seen a million times where he'd be down two zero and and snatch up a sub and and somehow win, and he. He seems to have uh, progressed from that point. Um, Volkanovski's had COVID twice, I think now, and he's got he's he's complained of some lung issues. Um, cardio is a big part of his game, so that kind of throws a wrench uh, a bit into that uh, that side. Um, I, I it's tough for me to stay away from a main event. Uh, I haven't really decided how how I'm going to play this. Uh, I, I think I'll pick Ortega. Um, like I said, I was fairly impressed in the zombie fight. Uh, he does have that crazy jujitsu. 
Um, and he seems like he has decent power at 45. And, and uh, Volkanovski has been cracked before. Um, not recently, but um, I'll pick him. I, I, I'll have to decide on, on betting him. His, his number keeps coming down, so uh, I haven't pulled the trigger yet. Wes? Yeah, yeah, this should be a, a really, really fun fight. Um, yeah, I like Ortega in this fight, too. Um, I do think it's close. Um, the the Volkanovski COVID things, uh, it, I think that is a, a big factor in this fight. Like, if it is true and he's having, like, long-haul symptoms, um, it, his cardio and throwing tons and tons of volume is part of his game. Um I don't. I don't think Brian Ortega is like some great striker at this point. But I mean, watching him in that zombie fight, he's absolutely improved. And if he can use the length that he's going to have in this fight uh, fairly well, I think that's going to stifle a, a little bit of what Volk does. Volk, he gets inside. He likes to throw a lot of those. Uh, Brad's going to love him. Those those leg and calf kicks and shit. That's a, a big part of his game. Um, and Sean's also right. Uh, it seems like Ortega has a little, a little power at, at 145 when he does land his stuff clean. To where I don't think Volk's knocking anybody out. Um, there's one guy in this fight that could finish, just one, and that's Brian Ortega um, by sub. Or I, I don't think he's going to knock out Volkanovski, uh, but we've seen him land some stuff and hurt a very, very durable guy in the Korean Zombie last time out. Um, now, could he snatch up a neck on Volkanovski? Absolutely. Um, so that that's another factor for me. One, one guy can finish this fight. The other one can't. It's going to take 25 minutes for him and getting a, a decision. And what I think are going to be some close rounds, man. So at, at plus money, uh, I'm, I'm going to take a little shot on Ortega here. Um I know some people don't think that Ortega can win a decision this spot. He's got to finish Volkanovski to, to win this fight. I, I'm not so so sure about that. Um, I think Ortega hits harder, and if he can land some clean, decisive punches that went over the judges in certain rounds, he could take those rounds. Uh, and I think his length's going to be um, a difference in this fight too. It's going to going to take Volkanovski out of out of his game a little bit. And then if if that COVID stuff does come into play, man, the fourth and fifth round might be a little tough on Volkanovski. So we'll see. It's going to be a, a good close fight. I'm going to take a small bet on Ortega because uh, he's the dog in this fight. Yeah, this is an excellent fight, first of all. And it, it, it's a tricky one. There, there's a lot of factors coming into play. Um Obviously, Ortega is the the more dynamic uh, of these two fighters. Uh, he's also, I don't think, as consistent. Um, I, I don't want to say he's not as skilled because I think he has skills in more areas. And as Wes said, if somebody finishes this fight, it, it's going to be Ortega, which makes me kind of think that the safe bet, uh, it, it looks like Dimes has Ortega no cards at plus 100, which is silly um, because I, I don't think anyone sees Volkanovski coming out of here with uh, with stoppage. If he wins, it's going to be a decision. 
And really, the only thing that's kind of making me hesitant is, you know, I, I don't follow the, the news of the, the fighters like you guys do. So if he is actually kind of hurting because of the, the COVID that he got uh, a couple times, I don't know what the hell they're doing down there in Australia that he's getting it twice. Uh, didn't he blame the UFC for one of those? Something like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's about right. Um, yeah, if that is a thing, that could be a big factor because he won the max fight on the strength of the third, fourth, and fifth rounds. Um, and you know, I, I know people debate whether he won the, the third round or not. Um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, it wasn't... It, it wasn't egregious. Uh, I've seen yeah, way worse cards. Um, so that's going to be tricky. But he is the guy out of the two that is the proven round winner. And he should have uh, a decent strategy. They they always seem to come up with pretty good game plans, like the, the way he managed to get takedowns against Holloway in the second fight. Uh, it, it was a nice little switch up of... Uh, working his strikes into the clinch and then quickly getting the the body lock takedown. Um, So they they do tricky little things over there. So I I can't hate on them too much. Um, But man, I I really would like to see Ortega get the win here. Uh, As I said, he is more dynamic. Volkanovski, we've seen him kind of get hurt in the past. Uh, Mendez put it on on him a bit. I don't think that Ortega necessarily has that kind of power, uh, but obviously he's also got a much more dynamic submission game. So if Volkanovski needs to close the the distance and get into the clinch, I think even that could be concerning for him because Ortega is the kind of guy who's dumb enough that he'll jump up and go for a guillotine. And, you know, once they get on the ground, I kind of think all bets are off. Um, You know, Volkanovski usually has pretty good positional control, but... Ortega will create weird scrambles and hit stuff from the bottom that most guys normally wouldn't. Um, so I, I think that's a, an interesting aspect to the fight, even if he just wants to to create some scrambles rather than just turn this into a striking match. But the thing that makes me side with Volkanovski in the end is the fact that before Ortega actually rocked Zombie, I didn't think he looked that much better. You know, he, he fought Zombie, who was a, a literal zombie, for, like, the better part of four rounds in that fight. And, yeah, he looked good, but it's because his opponent's brain was shut off for 20 minutes or 21 minutes uh, of a 25-minute fight. So I, I, I'm i hesitant to, to back him against a guy who has been in there consistently against the, the best featherweights in the world over the past few years and looked very solid at pretty much every point. Um, So I I do have to side with Volkanovski. I think it's going to be a decision, uh, but I might throw a little flyer on that, uh, that Ortega no cards, uh, because I think that's basically just a free money play. Uh, You're not going to lose it. And if Ortega does pull something crazy off, then uh, you're going to get some money back. That is going to do it for this week's MMA analysis. We went a little bit longer than we have the past couple of weeks, but we had, we had good fights to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we talk about the shit when it's good shit to talk about. Yeah. Uh, what do we have after this? I, I heard oh, a return of Betchy. 
Oh, oh. wow. Uh, I, I heard a terrifying rumor that we have 10 weeks in a row of yep. UFC. Oh, That's... man. Santos and Johnny Walker. Oh, my yep. goodness. Yep. Oh, uh, the, the medium Dukakis is back. Yep. <laughs> okay. So nice. There's... There's nice. some stuff happening. There's some stuff on that card. There's some, oh, there's hell some... yeah. We got the legend Leonardo Santos. God damn. This oh, card's no, loaded. He, he's not due for a fight yet. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. got another like, like year five years before he should be fighting again. Like hangs out yeah. with fucking Nick Diaz. Does yeah, if you want to put money on, on which fight is going to drop out, I would put money on that one. I yeah. would put money on Misha Serkinov trying to drop down <laughs> to 185. Oh no! Is that That'll be interesting. Oh my yep. god, dude's gonna be no a literal way. fucking V. There is no <laughs> way that dude is going to one eighty five. Holy Gotta shit! Chop off a leg. Doesn't need it. That's gonna be like a cannoneer like transformation. Like if he makes it, my yes. god, that dude is massive. How the fuck is yep. he making one eighty five? There, there's some stuff on that card, and yeah. Uh, Nico Price against Howboy? Yeah. That's, that should be that's all the weird wild shit. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, yeah, next week is bad, but kind of looks like fun. And oh, this, this week, is fun. This, this, is real this fun. week should be actually good for the most part. Um, even when it's bad, like in the case of uh, Sean's boy, Nick Diaz. But next we'll channel. be back to We'll be back to recap all of that next week. Uh, I'm sure Lance will have some sort of ailment that will keep him off the podcast. But the three of us will be back. And, you know, maybe we'll have somebody join us. Who knows? We've always got uh, tricks up our sleeves. That's going to do it for this week of the MMA Analysis. I appreciate you guys joining us. Always appreciate anyone who listens to this shit show. Uh, And we'll catch you next week.